Hey everyone, it is another day of God's grace and you have found Alter Echo and that makes me very happy. This is Pastor Andy Smith, St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Let's come into the presence of God together and join our faith. Well, hello everyone, welcome. It's Memorial Day weekend and here we are, gathered together to hear God's word, to grow in our faith, to claim our place in God's kingdom as children of God, and to desire to grow in our own discipleship, and our own way of being in the world for Jesus, for God, for good, and for others. So I'm so glad that we're here. On this weekend also, we remember all those who died, especially in service to our country. And I will invite you again today to stop and think just for a little bit and ponder uh, what those sacrifices are like. Even if we have no connection and no touch with that at all. But just imagine those who've given their lives for the sake of something much bigger than themselves. And that's all we need to know to provoke us, hopefully, to give ourselves much, much more in service toward others. So that we are part of something much more holy, much better, much bigger than just ourselves. Wouldn't it be a shame if we lived our lives only for our own little selves? So this weekend takes us right there and plants a seed in us that is good and that is holy even and that is full of gratitude and an open heart. This is also the uh, unofficial Beginning of summer, and I know up here in Minnesota, we just experienced what our grandmothers and great-grandmothers and great-great-great-grandmothers and fathers told us never to do. They said, do not plant anything before Memorial Day. So, of course, uh, at our house here, we tempted fate, and it didn't work out too well because last night it got down to just about freezing, and we've had all kinds of rain as well. And between all the rain and these hard, cold temperatures, I just went outside this morning and noticed that a whole bunch of our new plants didn't make it. (laughs) So back to the garden center we go, and we'll wait till after Memorial Day on Monday, and we'll let it warm up a little bit, and then everything will just flourish and grow and, and explode. So it's a good time of the year. And I hope you're finding this to be the case also. All right, so let's get to it, should we? We're starting a new series uh, about the prophets. It's called Jeremiah Embracing the Prophet. And so you're going to hear for these next six weeks focus readings from the book of Jeremiah. You probably don't read that book very often. And so this will be a good chance for us to get in touch with the prophet and what that is. You're going to hear about that today as well. So let's go to our text there will be two. There will be two parts of uh, of Jeremiah here to hear today. First of all, from the very beginning, Jeremiah 1, verses 1 through 10, and here is how they go. The words of Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, of the priests who were in Anathoth in the land of Benjamin, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of King Josiah, son of Ammon of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign, It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah of Judah, and until the end of the eleventh year of King Zedekiah, son of Josiah of Judah, until the captivity of Jerusalem in the fifth month. Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. 
and before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, truly, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a boy. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am only a boy, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and you shall speak whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you. Then the Lord put out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Now, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and over kingdoms to pluck up and pull down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. And then from chapter 7, verses 1 through 11, the word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah said this, Stand in the gate of the Lord's house and proclaim there this word and say, Hear the word of the Lord, all you people of Judah, you that enter these gates to worship the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, amend your ways and your doings and let me dwell with you in this place. Do not trust in these deceptive words, this is the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. For if you truly amend your ways and your doings, if you truly act justly one with another, if you do not oppress the alien, the orphan, and the widow, or shed innocent blood in this place. And if you do not go after other gods to your own heart, hurt, then I will dwell with you in this place, in the land that I gave of old to your ancestors forever and ever. Here you are, trusting in deceptive words to no avail. Will you steal, murder, commit adultery, swear falsely, make offerings to Baal, and go after other gods that you have not known? And then come and stand before me in this house, which is called by my name, and say, we are safe, only to go on doing all these abominations. Has this house, which is called by my name, become a den of robbers in your sight? You know. I too am watching, says the Lord. Dear friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, will you pray with me as we begin today? Gracious Lord God, on this holiday weekend, keep us safe. Nurture in us a love for our country and for each other. Help us to be ever grateful for those who have served our country and lost their lives in that service. See to it that we place love of you and of each other above everything else. In Christ's love and name we pray. Amen. All right. I was going to bring a can of soup if you'd be here at, at uh, St. John's Lutheran in Lakeville. I was going to bring a can of soup or a bag of Cheetos.
to kick off this week's message, just, just for the fun of it. But maybe down the line, a sermon series using food items as pathways to understand God will happen, huh? We've already seen that marinated chicken from two weeks ago can take us directly to God, infusing us with saving grace. And, and then Jiffy Pop popcorn last week can show us how being close to the heat source of the Holy Spirit can make us alive in God's ways. So I'm just going to tell you, everybody, the wheels are turning <laughs> and I'm looking forward to something materializing sometime. Today, as I said before, we do start a new series on Jeremiah, one of the great, if reluctant, prophets. Of course, almost all the prophets were reluctant, weren't they? They knew their calling from God and God's mission for them wouldn't be easy. So, let's talk about those two things today, prophets and callings. And then, Let's close with our own Memorial Day remembrance and blessing. You remember Jeremiah as one of the major prophets we called him when you went to Sunday school and confirmation. He was sent to his own people in ancient Israel to do one thing, to echo the voice and mind of God to them. You heard it in the passage just read, God said, I will put my words into your mouth. He wasn't there as so much to predict the future as we often think a prophet does. He was there to speak on behalf of God and especially to tell the people the truth. So this is chiefly what a prophet in the Bible is, a truth teller, a truth teller. You remember Jack Nicholson's famous line, don't you, in A Few Good Men, when he retorts to Lieutenant Coffee, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> it's one of the famous lines. Jeremiah, as did all the prophets, had this same experience. He told Israel that their lives were not being lived faithfully to Yahweh, to God. He told them that God's way that they have been blessed with and called to help bring about specifically involves justice for all people, which is fairness and equality. That's what justice in the Bible is. And it involves ending the reign of the powerful, taking advantage of the powerless and the poor. And... Being faithful involves welcoming aliens and foreigners, as well as orphans and widows, welcoming them, the people who have the least amount of chance in life, and not turning them away. You can hear it in both chapter 1 of Jeremiah that we read, and especially specifically in chapter 7 that we just got done reading. As Jeremiah speaks for God, he says this, for if you truly amend your ways and your doings, if you truly act justly with one another, if you do not oppress the alien, the orphan, and the widow, or shed innocent blood in this place, and if you do not go after other gods to your own hurt, then I will dwell with you in this place. Prophets were truth-tellers, with God's words. Prophets were truth-tellers with God's words. 
And very often, they paid dearly for it with their lives. Can you imagine that calling? Think of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. telling God's truth about the raw injustice of racism that was ripping our country apart. He was a prophet. And he paid for it with his life. Think about pastors recently who have told the truth about awful treatment of immigrants and foreigners at our nation's borders, particularly the treatment of orphans and children. They have been prophets of direct biblical truths from God. And many people couldn't handle that truth and lashed out at pastors for doing their job and answering God's call. And many pastors really paid for it. But God is clear about many things and calls certain people to be prophets to the church because God calls all people of faith to be faithful to God's way for the sake of a better world for all and for the sake of all of us living out our faith in God, not our faith in ourselves. So, this is what prophets do. They tell the truth and they challenge, as well as bless and build back up. Even if we don't want to be challenged <laughs> or can't handle the truth, this is their calling from God. So, let me shift just for a bit to callings. Not everyone is called to be a prophet, but everyone has callings from God. The Apostle Paul spends a lot of time in his writings being very clear about this. Why? Because it may be the deepest blessing of our lives. And because too often we are not tuned into it. There is incredible joy and holiness in realizing that God is stirring in your heart and mind with your own calling to live your life carrying out God's will for you and for the world. If you stopped for a while and really opened yourself up and asked God to speak to you, even now, how do you feel God is calling you specifically to do holy things? Hmm? Often, this looks like saying to God, God, use me. Put me to work for you somehow. Help me see where you are calling me and giving me gifts to make a difference in people's lives and in the world and in your church. And let me know, God, just how holy this is. Try it. Jeremiah answered God's call in a specific way to be a prophet. Where might you, in a newly tuned-in way right now, answer God's call of you in specific ways to serve him? Serving God with your calling and gifts is the best life. You realize your life is worth so much more than you ever thought. 
Your place in this world is special. It is holy. You are who God made you to be. More fully now that you have opened your mind to it than even just 15 minutes ago when you came to this podcast. Hmm. Think of it. How is God stirring in you right now? Or how has God stirred in you over time? And is calling you to be God's blessing to the world, to people, and to God's church. Take some time today. I want to challenge you and invite you to ask God and be open to God's answer or God's stirring in you. Lastly today, everyone, I'd like to ask those of you who are listening, who have served our country in the armed forces, to stand up, if you're able, where you are. <laughs> we can't see each other, but across the miles we can imagine it. Stand up so that we can recognize your service and sacrifices and honor you on this Memorial Day weekend. Stand up so that we can honor how you have stood up for our country and for all of us. We thank you deeply for answering that call of our country. Now today, let us together memorialize those especially who have died in service to our country. Let this now be our litany of remembrance here today. In the Gospel of John, we hear the story of how Jesus, in the final hours before his death, taught his followers some essential truths. This is part of what he taught them. He said, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. On this weekend, before Memorial Day, we pause together now to remember the self-giving love of Jesus Christ that he modeled for us, which has been imitated in the self-giving love of those men and women who died in service, military service, to our country. We remember and we pray for our soldiers who laid down their lives for their friends and fellow citizens. We remember and we pray for those who did not lay down their lives, but who suffered physical, emotional, or mental damage and need healing. We remember and we pray for those families who are grieving. We remember and we pray for those soldiers and military family members who need our ongoing support and care. We remember and we pray for our leaders to honor our soldiers and all of us by leading with wisdom and restraint. We remember and we pray for the example of Jesus Christ to be the vision of service for all of us, whoever we are and wherever we are. We long for and we pray for a world filled with peace, where we no longer need to lay down our lives for our friends anymore. On this weekend before Memorial Day, dear friends, we pray all of this in the name of the Prince of Peace. <laughs>
Jesus Christ. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.